0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. How's it going everybody? This is the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so if you like the show, you can listen to episodes the day they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. You're back to the episode where I interview 20th century comedian Jackie Gleason and 16th century Italian polymath Galileo Galilei. Uh, hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Go out and buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. See my improv team, Junior Varsity, every Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. Check out jrberenstein.com for all the latest updates on all the uh, upcoming projects and whatnot. And lastly, you're going to want to put the date... 325, March 25th. It's a Sunday in your calendar and go see a show called The Fine 39 at the Magnet Theater at 9pm. That's 325 at the Magnet Theater, 9pm. The Fine 39 is going to be a real hoot and a holler. So for now, sit back, relax and enjoy Galileo and Jackie Gleason only on Famous Dead People.
1: Famous Dead people. It's time. Famous Dead people. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. <laughs> Oh, you know, famous dead people. Famous dead
0: people. Oh. All these oh. My guests today on Famous Dead People are 20th century American comedian and actor, the man who famously portrayed Ralph Cramden in The Honeymooners, Jackie Gleason. How
1: sweet it is.
0: And 16th century Italian polymath and central figure of the scientific revolution. Galileo Galilei. Mr. Galilei. How are you doing, the world? Uh, Mr. Galilei, Mr. Gleason, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Oh, I'm You're so welcome. excited to be here. Uh, I'd like to start off with um, uh, you, Mr. Gleason. Uh, so you, when you introduced yourself just now, you uh, used one of your famous catchphrases, you know, how sweet it is. Uh, you had some of the first catchphrases in television history. You know, you had uh, one of these days, Alice, and uh, and bang, bang, boom, and uh, away we go. And I just want to talk a little bit about how that must have blown people's minds because I feel like catch is kind of old hat to us now. You know, like we've seen it so many times, uh, but back then it must have been like the 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 public reaction to to that sort of like reoccurring bit must have been uh, must have been really satisfying, right,
1: Jarrett? It was revolutionary on yeah. every every platform. And the bar was really, really low. I was very successful because no one else had done it before. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And when you say the bar was low, like what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Well, all you had to really do in the fifties was be big, big, larger than life. Yeah, big, larger than life person. Make people forget about their problems by doing something idiotic and looking like a jerk.
0: Oh, okay. So that, that was your... That that was your uh, formula for comedy.
1: Well, sort of. Yeah, big
0: and looking like a jerk.
1: Some charisma on there too.
0: Okay, interesting. And so, how did you think like the catchphrases like sort of like folded into that then?
1: Well, I wanted people to remember me everywhere they went, Mm -hmm. so I would say things that I would think of. So one night I had dessert, and I thought to myself.
0: How sweet it is. The dessert was sweet. It was
1: very sweet. It oh, literally was sweet. Very,
0: very
2: Where we would it be today if he was eating like a savory dessert? Oh, yeah. If you'd have
0: oh. been eating a steak at the time. Completely seen... different career. I yeah. may have been a chef. I may have, have been say, some sort this of. This has umami, you know. What? What's a, that? Umami. You know, umami, it's the. It's a, the fourth flavor. It's the fourth Flavor profile—it's just like mouthfeel.
1: Oh, you know about it, mommy? Nope. The only things I know about are sweet <laughs> and the hot or cold. Mm, Can hot. I tell
2: you something? I just want to say, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan, and my favorite oh, your catchphrase is gotta be Pa to the moon."
0: Because when you're when you when you're getting mad at your wife Alice, yep, nope. you're gonna hit her so hard right. she go to the moon. I That's, love it. She's literally gonna go to the moon.
2: It's true. It's yeah.
1: true. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, you discovered uh, telescopes, right? Yeah, yeah. discovered telescopes.
0: <laughs> is that really? Did you really discover telescopes, Galileo? Yeah, one day. It's a crazy story.
2: Okay. I go up to my attic, you know. I see a big trunk. It's got a big gold padlock on it. I crack it open because I'm a curious kid, right? Okay. You didn't
0: didn't look for a key. You just cracked open (laughs) this gold padlock that was uh that was in your attic i was just so excited i mean it's a solid gold padlock it's a solid gold a padlock not
2: the great building material it's very soft you
0: well, also you know like i know that you had some financial trouble when you were growing up like that must have been a huge boon to your family to suddenly find this solid oh gold you lock. kidding me are you kidding <laughs> me but i got distracted i lost this so i, I don't
2: know but i look inside okay. inside the trunk there's five telescope.
0: There's a telescope wow. in the trunk.
2: Five telescopes.
0: Five telescopes in five there. Five telescopes. So, so you didn't then invent telescopes. You found some telescopes, I never right? claimed
2: to invent telescopes.
0: You literally just did, like, five seconds ago. No, I
2: discovered telescopes. Oh, you
0: discovered them. Yeah, I discovered oh, okay. That was my mistake. No, I... I, I, I made the assertion. <laughs> okay, no, that's that's my fault. Yeah, yeah. no. Yo, so, I'm never going to claim I do something I didn't do, you know? It's, you know, yeah, that's uh, it, it's an admirable quality. You don't want to be the kind of person that takes credit for other people's work. That's Sort of thing absolutely, um, but uh, but yeah, so so then somebody else must have invented them, uh, and then just like put them somewhere for the world to discover. Yeah, I assume it was like a Copernicus, Copernicus probably did, you yeah, know? yeah. It did seem like you were sort of like following in his footsteps, sure, you know, sure, yeah, the yeah, theories and everything that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do want to, I do want to move on to some of your theories, but just really quickly before we get off of the catchphrases, did you have any that you tried out and like people weren't crazy about? So, like, we had. And away we go, and we had How Sweet It Is, and To the Moon, Alice, and things like that. But were there any that you tried that people just weren't feeling, just didn't catch on somehow?
1: Sure, sure. I um, I tried this one, and it didn't go over so well. Well, that's a dump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... That's a dump. Yeah. Can you tell me, the, what, what situation would you use that
1: in? Oh, well, I was uh, in a bathroom, oh. and uh, I woke up. So you know, exactly, exactly, what exactly what I, what I thought I it was going to be. Yeah. I
0: thought it might be like a parallel thing, like, you know, oh, like if, uh, you know, your friend does something dumb, you could be like, oh, well, that's a dump or something. But you literally mean when you go to the bathroom. Well, for, for,
1: for that's how I figured it out. Uh, oh, after that
0: the derivation of it. I would
1: use it to describe people. I would describe uh, animals. Hmm. I would describe pictures. Uh, what kind of an
0: animal would, would would do something and then you would go, well, that's a dump. Oh, well, if you go to the zoo ever
1: mm-hmm. and you look and you go, I want to see what that elephant does. And he doesn't do anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you go, well, that's a dump. And that's exactly right. I that's kind of like a, a
2: disappointment. I like that yeah.
0: because that's a thing that everybody can relate to that happens specifically at the zoo. Like you go there and you're like, Oh, my God, otters. I love otters. I can't wait to see them. I want to see them holding their little hands. It's the cutest thing. Yeah, oh, but they, well, like, maybe they're taking a nap or maybe they're, like, hiding behind a rock or something. Yeah, yeah, I went to the aquarium recently. I saw a seal. It was, like, sleeping in a little corner, and it was cool for a little while, but I was like, get up. Do something. I That's want to see a dump. Seal. Whoa, what, what That's a, a dump. That's a dump. That's a good one. I think that might catch on now. And, um, you know, you were Galileo. Uh, you know, very prolific and proficient uh, scientist. You uh, developed theories sure, in, sure. In, a, in a variety of sciences from uh, uh, astronomy to uh, to, you know, general physics and relativity. Oh, yeah. Did you have a catchphrase at all? Like, did you?
2: I'm glad you asked. I did have a catchphrase. OK, it was I'm going to send you to the moon. You said I'm wow. gonna send you
0: I'm gonna to the, send moon. You the moon. Okay, was it was it similar to uh, Jackie Gleason's where it was because you were gonna hit them, you know, or were you thinking like No, I was thinking I'm gonna uh, use science. I'm gonna use science. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> science to send you to
2: the moon. We send you to the moon
0: with science. You know what? You actually, I mean, it, you did eventually send. Us to the moon because it was because it was partially because of the contributions that you made to math and sciences.
2: Yeah, well, I'm that, not going to deny that, but I didn't build an actual space. No,
0: no, I, and I don't think anybody uh, was trying to imply that you were taking. Credit I just for I don't want
2: to take credit for for things that I didn't do. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think it's a, an admirable quality. I don't think that you should. Um, but let's talk about the one thing that we all do know about you. Yeah, which is you were trying to prove heliocentrism, the idea that the planets revolve around the sun as opposed to the earth. Uh, you know, and this was controversial because this contradicted the geocentric theory that oh was in the Bible. Oh boy, yeah. And so some, you know, Bible people were very upset about that. Talk about
2: a controversy. Yeah,
0: yeah but I mean, you weren't. You didn't invent that. That was Copernicus. He, and and amongst the educated people, this was not a controversial thing. No, no, no. That no. the Earth revolved around the sun. Um. You know, how did you feel? When this sort this controversy was sort of like erupting around you for this theory that was already widely accepted by a lot people, I was of shocked. People. Yeah,
2: I was totally caught flat-footed. Flat-footed. I was caught flat-footed. I said, "Oh, guys, uh, actually, uh, I think uh, the sun, the sun don't uh, revolve around the Earth. I think the Earth uh, revolve around the sun." Mm-hmm. And, and they... I'm, here's my thinking. Okay, you hear this, you go, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> You know, because, you know,
0: but they're very uptight, the Catholic Church. Yeah. It's you know, they, true. They it's really true. But
1: Wouldn't you, let me get a divorce for 20 years.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. It's really, I mean, as somebody of your stature, somebody with your uh, fame and power, you would think that they would make an exception. Yeah. You know, it's like I entertain people and make so many people happy. I had to talk to the Pope. You, you talked to the Pope? Yep. About getting a divorce.
1: I rang him up and I said, look, I got this wife of mine, <laughs> Jesus <Jeez> Louise. <laughs> Come on, poppy baby. Did he? Did
0: he relate to you? Was he like, oh, is she? Does she nag you? Is she always shopping or something? He did. He
1: did. It actually had to be translated into Italian. I oh, only have okay. Italian and Irish. Okay. But um, I think I conveyed my message to him. Okay. You say, oh, I got this wife. She's driving me up the wall. She was driving me <laughs> up the wall. I tell you.
0: So, what was his? Did he then like say like, okay, well, we're not, we're not going to make a special exception for you.
1: No, the Pope was fully behind me, but my wife was more Catholic than the Pope. Would you believe it? Oh, my God. And so she uh-huh. outranked I the Pope. I thought that was just an expression. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife was strictly an originalist. Oh, wow. She, she, yeah. she went by the Old Testament and the New Testament and everything the Pope said up until that point
0: yeah then she was totally behind it so she was like sorry Pope but I outrank you and there'll be no divorces
1: well not in relationship to God but in her relationship to Jackie boy did oh she boy. think she was oh better boy. than the Pope
0: oh boy <laughs> I get that but let's uh, let's go back to uh, Capern- uh, to Galileo here for just a moment excuse See. me so when you were when, when these guys were getting all uptight about this did you ever say like you know listen this isn't even my theory. Like, this has been on the books for like a hundred years, guys. This is what I say. I say, Why, look, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just trying to popularize
2: it, you know. Yeah, and, and the, oh, what did they I say? They would not have it. They say uh, Earth Revolve, uh, Sun revolver. Sun revolves around... I can't even... Sun Sun around around the Earth. so ridiculous. ridiculous. We
0: can't even say it. I can't even say it with a straight (laughs) face. Look at me. I'm cracking a smile over here. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, because this is something I learned when I was in physics, is that, you know, because of relativity, you can call the center of space whatever you want. It's just that everything becomes more simple... If the sun is the center of our galaxy. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get you know? too technical here, but yeah. I
2: could say uh, my house is the center of the universe. Yeah, exactly. But it revolve around the sun.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you looked at Saturn, it would be making these weird curlicues in the sky. That's right. But, but, they, they, but they don't they want they to hear the rest of it. It's so much easier if you just say the sun is right there. I say the sun. That makes sense. Uh, let me go back to uh, Jackie Gleason for just a moment. So you grew up in, uh, in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Bedford. Stuyvesant. Yes, yeah, we we call it Bedstein now, and wow. uh, it turned into kind of a bad neighborhood, you know, like later on.
1: It was like, always kind of a bad neighborhood, if we're talking honestly.
0: Oh yeah, even when when you were growing up. Oh there? boy, it was the dumps. Oh wow, <laughs> did anything uh, anything uh, bad ever happen? Like, did uh, your family get robbed or? Oh. You know, were there lots of hoods on the street smoking cigarettes and playing craps?
1: Well, those were the good kids. Oh, really? Smoking cigarettes and playing craps were the good kids. Those yeah. were the good
0: kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The real bad kids were doing crazy things with knives. Oh my god! Throwing knives was real popular back when I was a kid in Brooklyn. Throwing knives. Yep. Throwing so knives. What would you would you like throw them like to
0: murder somebody? Like, uh, well, I guess
1: that was the intention. It didn't always work, but when it did,
0: wow! <laughs> so you're saying that. These kids would throw knives, sometimes with the intention of killing other people, but because throwing knives is famously difficult, that a lot of times they would just be throwing knives at people and then nothing would happen.
1: I watched them from the window as a young man. I wasn't allowed outside. My my brother died at a young age, and so my mother kept me indoors all all the time. I saw these kids having fun throwing knives. (laughs)
0: You were jealous. You I wanted to throw some so, knives, too.
1: I, that's the only reason I got into Vaudeville. Really? I was open to learn how to throw
0: knives. I had no idea that that was the the the, the sole motivation there. I wanted to ask you, though, so your address growing up was 328 Chauncey, and that's the address you use for the Honeymooners. Is that right? That's
1: right. I, I believe it's... 358 Chauncey, but it's been a long time since I've been there.
0: Hey, listen, I uh, I just got this off, off the Wikipedia. Maybe, maybe the person on the Wikipedia changed it to protect your privacy. Like, oh, maybe. it's possible. Maybe you got some families still in there. Um, but I wanted to ask you about a uh, a painful incident that happened in your childhood. This is according to Wikipedia. Oh, um, when you were nine years old, <sighs> your uh, your father came home. <sighs> he threw away every picture of himself that was in the apartment. And then grabbed his hat and coat and just peace and never came back. Is that right?
1: That's absolutely correct.
0: That's cool. That blows my mind. Why would he throw the pictures away? That
1: seems so... Uh... Well, he told me he was going to become a spy. Oh. And to keep that secret. He's long since passed away, but he told me, he said, Jackie boy, I'm going to become a spy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm moving to Russia. To, to Russia? Yeah. He's moving to Russia." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to become a spy for the Americans. Wow. I need you to forget my face. And I've never seen him since. Wow.
0: Do you, so did you have any word from the American government on what happened to your, no, to your father? No, he swore me to utmost
1: up, 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 up secrecy, See? and I didn't want to break that bond. Oh, wow. And so so
0: even even like now that you're back, have you you've done no research into your father's legacy as possibly a spy? Because no. I think, I mean, it sounds like, and back me up on this, Galileo, it just sounds like he was like a deadbeat dad. Like, it just sounds like he wanted to peace out on his family. Yeah, all right, I'm, on a, I'm
2: on a defense here. <laughs> Cause it could be, it could be like a, I'm gonna go out for a pack of cigarettes, and never come back. Mm-hmm. But he took the pictures down, which yeah, to me weird thing. implies maybe he really was a spy.
0: But that might just be a way to like, you know, like making it seem better for your child, like give it like a cool, yeah, spin, know. you know, yeah, well, or maybe he didn't want his wife to put a curse on him, you know, like that's a, a thing you might be able to do with a picture of somebody.
1: You can famously put a picture, uh, a curse on a picture of a person,
0: and then that that curse goes to the person that is in the picture. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting yeah. cheers, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: if you're just joining us, this is famous dead people on radio for Brooklyn. And my guests today are 16th century Italian polymath Galileo Ciao, Bella. and 20th century American comedian and actor Jackie Gleason.
1: And away we go.
0: <laughs> so, uh, going over to you, uh, Galileo. So your father was a lutenist. Oh yeah, uh, played the lute is what I'm assuming that that is one. Yeah, uh, great lute player. I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. uh, he uh, he was a music theorist. Theorist, and it says on Wikipedia that you learned from him a skepticism for established authority. Does that ring true for you? That's a one hundred percent true. Okay, can you tell us how your father put that idea of questioning authority in your brain? Like, how did he raise you in a way to to have a skepticism for established authority? Oh, this is a
2: great story. He 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 takes me up to the attic one day, mm-hmm. and he te- pulls out a lute. Okay, and he says, uh, a Galileo, this is a mandolin," and I say, uh, "I think that that's a lute." He said, no, it's a mandolin. I said, okay, if you say so. And he smacked me in the face. Oh, wow. And he said, Don't ever. He, 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 he pulls me in real close. Puts me in real close. You know, his breath in my ear. He said, Don't ever take anything somebody say at the face of value.
0: Oh, wow. So was it just that one moment that that and that, that really burned in your brain and you were like, wow, I guess now, now I know. Well, that the was the authority. first that was
2: the first time.
0: oh he he did it some other times. Oh, too. many times. What, so what was another example?
2: Well, he would uh, serve me a big plate of pasta. Okay. And he'd say, I got you a puppy. I got you a puppy. It's clearly not the puppy. I said, Ah. Well, did he ah. mean
0: did he mean that the pasta was a puppy, or was he like, here's your pasta? And by the way, completely tangentially, I got you a puppy. Oh,
2: maybe. Because <laughs> there was I remember there was a little dog outside. <laughs> When he said this,
0: so what was your reaction? Were you like but I oh.
2: spat in his face and I ran away? So I never got, uh, never got the resolution. Oh my to god!
0: That. Wow! I thought this was gonna be a story about your father teaching you a lesson. It no, he taught out- me a lesson. Okay, and the lesson was
2: with the reverse psychology. Oh. don't trust anybody.
0: Okay, in authority over you. But in that situation, you should have trusted him because he had gotten you a puppy.
2: Oh, now that I think about it, I think maybe he <laughs> got me that puppy. Yeah.
0: I think maybe you overstated the role that your father played in teaching you this thing. I think maybe you kind of ran with it a little bit. Uh, uh,
2: you know what? It was burned in my mind the yeah, first time. So. I understand. So I mean,
0: hard to let these things those go. Those early experiences yeah. can really, like, affect you later on in life. Oh, yeah. Like, do you feel like the fact that your father left at such an early age, Jackie Cleason, to maybe go be a spy, do you think that maybe affected, like, your behavior, you know, going forward? Like, a, um, you know, maybe maybe the throwing knives, you were like, oh, that seems like a spy thing, or... You know, maybe um, something about your Ralph Cramden character that
1: that reflects back to that? Oh, yeah. There's a a streak of sadness in all of my characters, and that's based Hmm. really on the fact that I never learned how to to throw knives, and I never knew my father. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean,
0: looking back on The Honeymooners, it does seem obvious that Ralph Cramden, the character really wanted to throw knives and know who his father was there was a you know? there was
2: a tragic core to the character that,
0: uh, yeah it
2: fits with the whole not throwing the
1: knives certain, a certain amount of pathos in all of my characters oh, uh, yeah. both comedic and the dramatic yeah I mean it almost seems like if, if you could
0: chart the 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 arc that the character Ralph Cramden grew through throughout the years it almost would look like a throwing knife you know it almost would look like the same arc that a knife would take if you throw it if you threw it correctly you know wow <laughs>
1: I've never considered that
0: before. <laughs> yeah,
2: it would be like a parabolic curve. Oh, yeah, a parabolic oh curve,
0: oh, yeah. which is something that obviously you have a great uh, expertise with, Galileo. Oh, yeah, that's the
2: physics that I did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so uh, going back to you, Galileo, so your family had some financial troubles. You weren't able to pay for your sister's dowry. No. Uh, you tried your hand at inventing to make some extra income. Do you remember any of your uh, early inventions for, uh, uh, for for trying to solve your family's financial crisis?
2: Yeah, and I'm a little embarrassed, i got to say. Not a lot of these it took off. Okay. But there was one, I say, God, I wish there was easier way to cut your hair. To cut your hair. Cut your hair, you know? So, okay. I mean, long story short, I invented the Flobee. The
0: Flobee? You know, it didn't call it that. Do you remember the Flobee, Jackie Gleason? You know what he's talking about?
1: Not off the top
0: of my head. Flo-bee was like a vacuum cleaner that had scissors in it that you would use on your hair to cut your hair,
1: oh it's yeah, and you're thing rubbing that, around your head. Yeah, exactly. Pint, right? And it would, yeah,
0: especially yeah. if you had like long hair, like if you were a woman or if you were a dude with long hair, it would like suck up your your hair and it would just like cut the ends off of it. It was famously in the movie Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> movies of
1: all time. I love
2: *Wayne's World*. But I mean, it seems like Rob Lowe doesn't get enough credit. To he was pretty, create a pretty funny. In that. He was pretty funny. Oh my in god, that.
0: he is. grinder Home*. I read Rob Lowe's uh, memoirs, and so I was on the Rob Lowe train for a little while. But I've heard some. Uh, anecdotes about him, it seems like he was kind of a piece of shit. And maybe still is kind of a piece of shit. Uh, I don't that's know. I don't know. All of yeah. Hollywood times, pretty much are. Yeah.
1: Just to be honest
0: you with think, you. Is that, is that your experience, Jackie like, Gleason? Oh, uh, absolutely. Being in Hollywood?
1: It is the place to be a piece of shit. It almost is how your star rises. Interesting. So you're saying that the more piece of a shit that you are,
0: the more successful of a performer, an actor, a comedian you will be? Absolutely. Who would you think was the biggest piece of shit among, like, your peers of comedians and actors from, like, You Were Rising. Oh, when I was coming up, yeah. the
1: biggest piece of shit was
0: <laughs> probably
1: me. Really? You were the biggest yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. What did
0: you do that? Made you a piece of shit, Jackie Gleason, if you might be
1: asking. Well, one of the uh, the, uh, the great things that made me a star was the fact that I threatened my wife to punch her in the face uh, well, this, at least once a week. Well, this
0: was like uh, when you were on the TV show. No, no, this it's was just, in real life. Oh, so in real life you would do the same... Catchphrase only. It was a real threat.
1: It wasn't a catchphrase. Okay. At that time, it was just a repeated, a bold a threat. repeated threat.
0: Oh. So, <laughs> it kind of what a piece of shit! A catchphrase because you kept on threatening to punch her in the face. Listen,
1: this is the sacrifices you have to make if you want to be famous. Interesting.
0: Yes. I, it doesn't seem. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a connection there, though. Like, how would threatening your wife in the privacy of your own home? then translate to a successful
1: uh, career in entertainment. You're right. It doesn't make sense by itself, okay? Okay. But stardom is much like a consolation.
0: Oh, okay. I'm putting this into Galileo's language so we can all be involved.
1: It's not just one oh, event. I checked out for a minute, <laughs> I'm back. Okay. It's not a single solitary event. Okay. But the connection of multiple events. So when i go to a restaurant, I'd order everything I could, and then I'd skip out on the bill. And then I'd come back and tell them, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't pay my bill, but my whole family just died. And <laughs> you could only go, go back.
2: back. You could only do that one time
1: at each restaurant. I went to a lot of different restaurants. Wow. And so did you. And this is when I was a millionaire.
0: Did you ever, like, pay the check? Like, it seems like you were, like, you know, uh, trying to explain to them, like, why you didn't pay but now you came back. So were they ever like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But now you're back. You can pay your check.
1: No, I would tell them I lost everything.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I lost my family, you know, my I know, money. I know you're lying, but, like, you're selling this so hard. Like, I, I believe it. You I know? Like, up. believe it's at my core. You're a very talented performer.
1: I, I never won any major awards for acting. Mm-hmm. But I did star in a movie where I played a mute, and it was beautiful. What was the name of that movie,
0: if you remember? Exactly Gigo. G- G- Gigo. Gigo, I did read about that on the Wikipedia. Do you remember... Uh, you didn't watch it? I did not watch Gigo. You haven't watched Gigo? Preparing for this, no. You know
1: why? I, why? Because my star
0: has fallen. No, I wouldn't say so, Jackie Gleason. Oh, no, it's falling. You're still so a household far. name. Oh, Absolutely. No, i still a huge fan. Everybody knows Jackie Gleason. Nobody knows Jackie. <laughs> why I do you know him. I love it, Jackie Gleason. Exactly. People watch, they still watch the Honeymooners. They still watch you in... Uh, uh, you know... Um,
1: Smokey and the Bandit.
0: Smokey and the Bandit. They loved
1: you in The Hustler. Uh, the Hustler. I was you know, going to say The Hustler. Hustler. Yeah. Minnesota Fats.
0: It was like... And that's the, the that dynamic of like the the wife and husband. Like that transcends other genres like the Flintstones was basically based on the Honeymooners, you know, like you have uh, little uh, echoes of that in The Simpsons, you know, like like you're all over the place, Jackie Gleason, and your influence will live on in infamy. I would wow. say
2: the DNA of a Jackie Gleason
0: is, is in a Fred Flintstone, in Homer Simpson. Yes, it's everywhere. all over the place.
1: Well, thank you guys. I, I appreciate it. I was, I was going to a dark place where...
0: That's okay. I mean, I'm glad that we could be here for you and, uh, and really sort of like lift your spirits. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we were talking about uh, uh, some of Galileo's... Uh, early inventions, but also, like, along with your early scientific work, I'd like to talk about the controversy that you had with uh, Father Orazio Grassi. That see? name must must ring a bell to you. Oh, it's burned in my mouth. Uh, so, uh, so you had a dispute with him that started over the nature of comets. Oh, yeah. Where he was saying that comets clearly uh, travel slower than the moon because you can see it going... Uh, you know, you can see it traveling slower than the moon in the sky, and you yeah. were saying that well, distance and size could make. Yeah, a difference you ever hear that.
2: anything is so stupid?
0: Well, I mean, if if you didn't know how big you know comets were and the moon was, and like how potentially far away they were, you know, you could make that assumption. Yeah, but I if think. you don't know, why are you gonna go around saying you uh, <laughs> saying,
2: look, it, comets it are a, made of dragon piss or whatever"? It know. was
0: a scientific. It was a scientific theory. He was postulating it. You know. So you wrote, I, I read. So you wrote like a, uh, a a paper, a scientific paper. Oh yeah, sort of like to rebuke him, you know. And so, so what was the the the, the general thesis of your paper that was that you wrote? General thesis of the yeah. paper is uh, in layman's terms. Okay, is uh, comets uh, very
2: far away mm-hmm. and they're going very fast. Okay,
0: I mean that's the lo- that's all it is. You know, really, they're very far away, they're going very fast. But that doesn't seem like it was pointed at him, you know, oh. like 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 you guys. We're writing papers back and forth yeah, each Yeah, but other, uh, you didn't like... see
2: there was drawings in the margin. Oh, I
0: you know, see. A lot of
2: lewd drawings of Orancio Grassi.
0: Okay, and so like, what what were some of the drawings that you would do? Well, I
2: don't even want to say, but there, there was one where he's a beating, he's sodomizing himself with
1: the vegetable Sodomizing himself with a vegetable. What kind vegetable?
0: I don't see how that's relevant, Jackie Gleason. No, it's
1: irrelevant. <laughs> I don't know many vegetables. No, it's what irrelevant. Kind
0: of... It, of was a, a, it was a squash. It was a squash. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I can Which see is, how that's uh, relevant. Yeah,
2: there is a, like a symbology in the squash. You know, so mm. he knows. He sees a squash going up his anus. He's thinking, oh, squash symbolize uh, 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 the the nature of the universe. Interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, is that that's a thing from? Um, you know, uh, 16th century Italy. Oh, yeah, 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 Is, you know, the squash symbolized. University the pizza, of the universe. You go
2: in, it's inscribed above the archer, the doorways, the squashes, and it's, it's, everybody, it's knows everybody knows what that means. Everybody knows so, what that means. Everybody in Pisa. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I understand. It's a Pizza thing, maybe? I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, you tell him to shove the universe up his rectum? <laughs>
0: That's, exactly It's a powerful message Take the universe The whole universe These scientific papers Are Stick going back and forth Between you guys It's almost like Diss tracks Right? Oh yeah this is The know? closest analog Is this track so, so your last one Was called the assayer And people like Lost their mind Over the assayer Oh my god people They were, were like Throwing the panties On the
2: stage Yeah What
0: was <laughs> What was What was the What was what made the assayer Different from all the other Scientific papers That you wrote in rebuke uh, To uh, Father Grassi
2: uh, It was um it was written in a language that the people could understand. Okay. You know. Yeah. And uh, and the drawings. By this point, my drawing skills were just. I, I don't want to brag. You're coming better.
0: You're like Michelangelo. I'm you're a, just, you're like just crushing it on the page. Yeah, there. I was crushing it. You know. Okay. So, like, what were you drawing him doing? Well, then? he's got
2: the squash going up his. Uh,
0: so so that's anus. like a, that's like a catchphrase almost That's like now. my signature. Yeah, you're repeating that. Squash it's going it's an an back. Yeah. Squash a, in the. Callback. Yeah. Squash
2: in the bum bum. Squash in the bum bum. There was a one with him uh, uh, sneezing so hard his his head exploded. Mm-hmm. it's not, no, it's not uh, profane, but uh very insulting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, and this is obviously what started the friction between you and the Catholic Church. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yes. that's incredible that that one paper is what started this avalanche yes. of tension between you and Catholicism.
2: Yes. Uh, I, last sentence was. Uh, Catholicism is wrong, Galileo out.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah, but
2: I wrote it very small. I didn't think it would make cause cause a
0: bigger fuss. That's almost like the first mic drop, you could say. You could I argue would say ass. that, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's like you, a mic drop. You didn't have any rivalries with anybody, did you,
1: uh Jakey e. Gleason? Uh not early in my career, because hmm. I was a real big asshole. <laughs> so I just shot top <laughs> Can straight we say asshole? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I guess, I mean, I I would assume that if you're that big of an asshole, then everybody would be a rival. You know, everybody would be like, oh, wow, Jackie Gleason sucks. You know. Yeah, but when
1: you're the biggest, you go straight to the top. Later in my career, me and Dom DeLuise, we would fight each other tooth and nail. Oh, wow, like fist fights? Oh, yeah. It was nasty. Jesus. We would get oiled up. We'd find a room, line it with plastic. And the two of us...
0: You and... I'm sorry, you said Dom DeLuise, right? Dom DeLuise. You and Dom DeLuise would have, like, naked, greased up... Uh, we weren't breasts. naked. Well, how would you grease each other, then, if you weren't... You would grease your clothes? You would grease no, your clothes? No, no.
1: We weren't completely naked, I should oh, say. Just a
0: little bit naked.
1: We were both wearing what you would call today a G-string.
0: Gotcha. That's That makes a lot more sense. And, and we would go it's after a lot each other. less gay if it's wearing a G-string. Oh, it uh, was very gay. It got, got, got
1: a... very gay very fast.
0: We've, uh, unfortunately, got to take a short break, but we will be right back... With that. We'll hear more about that later. We will be right back with Jackie Gleason and Galileo Galilei on Famous Dead People Stay With Us. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends, all that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioForBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show, or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever we love, hearing from fans. Uh, Also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on... Amazon or Noble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out jaredberenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to radioforbrooklyn.org slash famous dead people and click on the support this show button. Thanks again for listening and now back to the podcast. Oh, Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 16th century Italian polymath, and central figure of the scientific revolution, Galileo Galilei.
2: Molto grazie.
0: And 20th century American comedian and actor who famously portrayed Ralph Cramden in The Honeymooners, Jackie Gleason.
1: How sweet it is.
0: Now, I got to ask you, first of all, it is golden every time you drop that catchphrase on us, man. It is, I, I am not getting tired of that You can't at see all. it,
1: but I'm tipping my hat at mm-hmm. Jared here. I appreciate every compliment <laughs> because my ego is very fragile. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, somebody of oh, your oh, I can break so quickly, Jerry.
0: Well, we saw that earlier. Remember when when you were saying that you your star had had declined because I didn't see that movie where you played oh, a mute. You remember, you know? That. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but also I was going to say like I I enjoy your performance because of your iconic voice. I think I would be upset if I was watching a movie where you didn't say anything. You know?
1: Well, that movie was a gift to myself, really. I, uh, I always looked out the window at kids when I was growing up, and I, I couldn't speak to them, so mm-hmm. I, s- I would pretend to speak to them. And I learned how to emote very hard through the window. And then the movie just became a version of that. <laughs> Wait, so so
0: did any of the children that were playing on the street look up at you emoting and, like, pick up on what you were putting
1: down? Oh, yeah. All the kids thought I was deaf until <laughs> I was, uh, I was oh, wow. probably in um, junior high school. And so they were like, hey, guys, stop throwing last for a second. Look up at that kid in the window oh yeah yeah i would look at him and i would just bang my (laughs) hands on the the window okay i can laugh at it now boy it was silly yeah you know it's it's
0: you know long time ago you know you you gotta you gotta laugh otherwise you'll cry yeah um but i wanted to ask you this so you know you're you're working in vaudeville uh you're dating the woman who would be your first wife who we already talked about like you know very religious you know like a real a real classic ball and chain more catholic than the pope more catholic than the pope they say um, and so while you were going to Volville, she wanted to settle down. She wanted to get married, but you said no. So she said, well, then I'm going to keep dating. And she took a guy Ugh. on a date to one of your
1: shows. Oh, is that right? It's true. Wait, it's so, true. So you saw this from the stage. Yep. Then. I'll never forget it. Yeah. totally. A good about friend of mine. His name was Francis Martin Rosenfeld.
0: Francis Martin Rosenfeld. Three names. Yeah. Francis Martin Rosenfeld. Okay. It's not uncommon to have three names. It's not uncommon to have three names. Francis Martin Rosenfeld.
1: Well, he took my wife out and she took him out. Hmm. I saw them sitting in the front row and I stopped in the middle of my set and I said to her, listen, you, I'm going to marry you whether you like it or not.
0: Okay. Wait. So you proposed to her. That's right. In the middle of this date with this other guy. That's right. And but you you sort of made it sound like a threat. Like that's what she wanted. She wanted to marry you.
1: No, she she definitely wanted to marry me. But I made her know <laughs> that I was gonna give it to it her, and she wasn't gonna like it. It
0: wasn't her choice. You wanted <laughs> it's to romantic, but frightening. Make it as close to like a rape as
1: possible. <sighs> For somebody who was completely willing. For somebody who was completely on board. I'm telling you, it was hard to become a star, but it's moves like that that (laughs) help raise my status. I really
0: don't understand. I'm really not seeing the connection between being a jerk... And being successful, this wasn't a thing in the scientific
2: community, right, Galileo? Oh, are you kidding me? No, you gotta be a
0: huge jerk to make it. Are you serious?
2: Oh, yeah, so like uh, like we were talking about with the diss track, you know? Okay. The guy oh. with the biggest swagger, you know? He's the one who's gonna get a publish.
0: Wait, so so your entire uh, feud with, uh, with Father Grassi, that was part of your... Uh, that was part of your being an asshole. Oh yeah, part I was of...
2: trying to build myself up in the science community. You know, you got to make a splash. Everybody's publishing papers all the time. You know, yeah, There's no and,
0: TV. And so part of the way that you would make that splash would be like, like in prison, like just taking down. Like the you got to take down the, down the biggest guy in the scientific community. Ah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I understand that now. Uh, so yeah, so Jackie Gleason, your early career consisted uh of, of a nightclub act, uh, a couple of small roles in film. Uh, But you became known for hosting, even though you were still a relatively unknown uh, performer at this time, you were hosting all night parties in your hotel suite, uh, so much so that the hotel had to soundproof your room. Is that true?
1: Well, I didn't ask them to do it, but everybody else was complaining. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you got two options. Either you tell all of them to leave or you figure it out. Um, I'm Jackie. That is a classic. That's a classic asshole. Austin Wells called me the great one. Wait, he called you the great
0: one meaning? The great one. But was it like the great actor, the great comedian?
1: Personally, I got to tell you something. Austin knows something about me a lot of people don't know. Ooh,
0: this is exclusive for Famous Dead People. I only have one testicle. The great one testicle is what Orson Welles was referring to when he oh, called wow. you the great one. I mean, wow.
1: that one testicle is the size of a normal man's two testicles. <laughs> I'm a very impressed. Believe me, I've seen plenty of balls, in wow. my one ball. Did
0: you ever? Did you ever have a doctor take a look at that and see if it wasn't actually like two balls that were like fused together? Because if it was one ball that was the size of two balls, that that's what I would assume. That's what I would guess. I avoid doctors
1: like the plague.
0: Mm, well, you you know that's they're they're covered in germs, you know, like the plague because no. they're with sick people
1: all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's how you think... get sick is by seeing the doctor. Yeah, right. Makes sense. I mm-hmm. figure if my car's running, why am I taking it in? But why did you? Uh,
0: why did you have all these parties? Like it seems like. If if you're still a young, relatively unknown person, like that's a very precarious thing to do—to be throwing your money around. Like, why wouldn't you save? Why wouldn't you play it a little cool? Uh, in, unless this is still just part of like the trying to be an asshole
1: uh, mechanism. Well, it was it was a part of that, and I, I to, to be honest, I love drinking, and it mm. would piss my wife off. <laughs> Every time I throw oh, a
0: boy, oh boy, I could just see her face now, just getting all red with the oh my God. the rolling pin just threatening you, right?
1: She was the worst, and she was just the first one. She right? was at the dumps. You know how hard it is what? to have three. That's,
0: that's a dump. That's the dumps. That's right. Right. Yeah. See, that's catching on. I like that. Yeah, the dump. Yeah. So you were saying about your other wife?
1: Oh yeah, too many of them. It's a waste of time, many, in, to be nine. honest with you. But uh, back to your question. So yeah. the, parties, the parties would go on all the time because I, I just I just loved having fun. Mm-hmm. And really, I loved conducting an entire party and telling when people could have fun, when they couldn't, and stopping everyone in the middle of what they're doing so I could tell them a story they've heard before.
0: Interesting. So, like, people would be doing something at a party, and you would basically say, stop, that, stop, That stop. I'm going to now perform a story for you. Perform an anecdote. Yeah.
1: Anytime the attention wasn't on me, mm-hmm. I would stop everything and scream very loudly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is partly why they had to soundproof the, the it walls. sounds
0: charming. It does sound charming. Listen, like,
1: I was quite a catch. It's a real. It's a real way to make a name for yourself. Let's
0: go back to Galileo for just a moment. Oh yeah. So the church was upset with you because of this last uh, 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 paper that you that you that you wrote. Um, uh, about uh, Father Father Grassi yeah. that was so popular. Um, so they asked you about heliocentrism. Then they had a bunch of other scientific hacks, as I read about it in Wikipedia, write up a paper about how heliocentrism wasn't scientifically real and also was against the Bible, and so then you were ordered to recant. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. It feels a lot like when like the oil lobby will like pay scientists to be like, you know, global warming's not real. Oh,
2: yeah. These guys were lobbyists, for sure. They are paid off by the church. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the, the science, my science was solid. Yeah. So I said, my science is tight, guys. <laughs> my science is so tight. It's tight And they said, look, uh, hey, man, secretly, they would say, I agree with you. Really? Yeah, but I gotta say, this goes against the Bible.
0: Wait, so there were, like, other priests that were saying, like, hey, like we know that.
2: I mean, all of the priests. Yeah. All the priests, believe me
0: they believed is the, you
2: is it the pope yeah you know was the problem ah, i see gotcha yeah. the guy but, with the big chair
0: well i read that you had like a little bit of um like a like a little mini protest like you were prohibited from you weren't prohibited from discussing heliocentrism you just couldn't advocate for it you just couldn't say i this is what i believe
2: yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's a very fine uh, sort of the distinction.
0: Yeah, but you could say, I could say like, here's
2: a theory. Yeah, you know, if I say it like with a real casual, like maybe the sun the, the earth revolves around the sun. I okay. don't know, guys. Maybe that's how they want me to say it.
0: Yeah. Did you ever like, you know, try to hint like that this was the main that this was the better theory, like this was the real theory? Yeah, I would write that the real small at the bottom of the paper <laughs> say.
2: But really the <laughs> The Earth Revival the Sun. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I would think, oh, they're not going to catch this. I'm writing it too
0: small. But oh, but the, the, that's how they—that's how they caught you.
2: They caught, yeah. They got the magnifying
0: glasses. They, and that. that's how they—I was how they hoisted they by my own petard. I, that's not what I read at all. I read that uh, it was something a little different. That um, they asked you to write a book where you talked about both theories, and the reason why they got re-upset at you was because you named the person who was arguing. For geocentrism, uh, simplicio, which is like an Italian word for idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, it, you know. Did, it's, it, it, it's
2: all part and parcel, you know. Oh, I see. But, you know, but, uh, you know the, 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 it's not uh, still around, but in, in the original printing, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, simplicio. Oh, so maybe the, I think the the, the, earth, the sun revolves around the earth. Mm-hmm. And a real small letter at the bottom is that, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot <laughs> and I'm wrong. I'm an idiot and I'm wrong.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So it was like it was like a one-two punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like not only did I name my character a slang term for idiots. Oh yeah, uh, simpleton. It's like in case you don't get it, this guy's an idiot and he's wrong. Gotcha. And I gotcha. said, here,
2: here is my balanced two sides argument. Now and they said this
0: guy hell. Having, having discovered a number of uh, telescopes. Yeah. Did you not think that they would eventually figure this out? That they would eventually like have. Like a version of a telescope, like a magnifying glass. And yeah, this is what I thought. I said, guys,
2: you know, when I start out, I said, guys, this is uh, this is obvious. I think they're gonna say, you know what? You're right. Let's upend the centuries of a tradition, mm-hmm. and let's uh, do it your way, Galileo. You seem smart. Oh, I honestly, think you they, really I thought- think they're
0: gonna say this? Really? I honestly did. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. I, I, I guess you so. can say I'm a knife. I think so, but it also seems a little antagonistic. Like, it seems like you were poking them as opposed to, like, trying to gently lead them towards the truth. Oh, I don't know. I just say, you guys, you're stupid. You should, do what I, you should do what I'm that's trying that's, to say. That's the problem that we have with debate these days where people will just go on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, it's a bubble. And if they're, like, opposite political opinions, they just call each other idiots yeah. instead of, like, trying to lead them to the truth. Yeah,
2: well, they have a, a Catholic a bubble and I have okay. a science
0: a bubble. <laughs> it's sort of like the... You it's know, so hard to the blue get sides to the sides to bubble. Side to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But don't you, don't you see how not productive that is? Like, maybe there's a way where you could have, you know, like gently ushered them to the truth instead of just saying you guys are idiots and this guy's an idiot. Oh, blah, I, blah, got blah. Temp-
1: I got a temper.
0: Yeah, that's I can understand. Like, uh... I mean, you seem like you got a temper too, Jackie Cleason.
1: Oh, I do. I, yeah, but... I'm not going to lie. I do. <laughs> uh, that's why I drink so much. I, I try to keep the bear inside of me. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: did you... Um, you know, when when you were drinking, when you were uh, when you were angry, w- was that a creative time for you, or was that just blowing off steam?
1: Oh boy, when when I wasn't drinking mm-hmm. uh, was a rare time for me. So, it really, any time I was drinking is probably when I was awake.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, do all of your creative things? Everything that you did in your life was happening. Because when you were drinking, oh yeah,
1: the booze is where all the creativity comes from. Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I want to ask you about some of your early characters. Uh, so, yeah, you, you had your first television show, the Jackie Gleason Show, uh, sort of like a, a variety Tonight Show, sort of a sort of a television gig, um, and you had some of these reoccurring characters. And I was wondering if you m- wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about. Uh, some of these recurring characters that you had. Sure, sure. So uh, uh, just
1: speaking about drinking, or did you have a specific question?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about, um, first off, we'll talk about uh, Rudy the Repairman. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about him.
1: Oh, well, I mean, pretty simple. He's a repairman named Rudy. Okay. He reminded me of my uh, deaf and dumb cousin. Uh, his name is Rodolfo. Okay. He's Italian. Uh, he was always breaking stuff, so they'd make him fix it. Okay. And uh, so I wrote a character about it, and I said, Oh, man. I'm gonna make my cousin famous, and so I named him Rudy, and uh, he's a uh, he's a fun guy. Wait, w- so w- was he
2: a definite dumb? Oh, Rudy? No, the the character Rudy the, the Rudy Parman, yeah. No, it's
1: sort of like an internal thing for Rudy.
0: Okay. Rudy kind of internalized like an actor's
1: secret. So yeah, no yeah. one
0: no one's gonna know that there's any connection between this character and your cousin, except for the actor who's playing him. You, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. that's that's
1: pretty <laughs> that's pretty on on the nose.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh what about um this character named the poor
1: soul? Oh yeah, the poor soul. Okay. Yeah, that guy he was um basically like every good cartoon. Something you can watch and understand a story, you know? Okay. Yeah, so I would I used to draw a lot of flip cartoons. Oh, like know, flip books. Flip books. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I said, "Man, why am I drawing this when I can star in it?" And so I do all these bits and stuff about a guy who would always fuck things up. Can I say that on the radio? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, boy. It's the internet radio, so you can say whatever you want.
1: Listen, this guy, the poor soul, (laughs) used to fuck things up all the time.
0: Can you, be, can you be a little more specific? Oh, like, sure. Like what sort of things would he fuck up?
1: Oh, yeah. If he, went, if he went bowling. So I wrote this one beautiful sketch right where he's going bowling. Okay. And instead of putting his fingers in a ball, he puts his toes in the ball. Oh, man. That's a classic. Oh, an idiot. That's he a put, classic. He, put, he grabs two balls. He thinks they're shoes.
0: And he starts walking around in the, in the bowling balls? Yeah.
1: This guy's a real poor song. That you guy's know? a
0: real simplicio if, oh, if you're picking you got, up on my Italian hair. That is uh yeah that is just classic comedy there. I think there's there's a reason why you're here in this chair, Jackie Gleason. Uh, for those of you just joining us, you're listening to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are uh, 20th century American comedian Jack- Jackie Gleason. How
1: sweet it <laughs> is.
0: <laughs> Never gonna get tired of that. And 16th century Italian polymath Galileo. Molto bene.
1: Yeah. Did we ever
0: get to your catchphrases by the way? Like if when you when you were creating uh you know, theorems or postulating oh, we on had Oh, we
2: had the, I'm going to send you to the moon I'm science. I'm going to send you to the
0: moon with science. That's that was, right. That was one. That was a great one. And it ended up being true. Uh, I'm going to
2: cut your head with this vacuum device was one.
0: Oh, right. Because, of course, you invented the flow bee. Yeah, the it, wasn't the, flow bee. it didn't really work too well because it
2: would, um, you know, people would asphyxiate because the whole that, their head would be in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And there'd be scissors everywhere. It was a very, Ooh, yeah, dangerous. you know what, it wasn't on my calling.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you were better with the theoretical side. Of- oh, yeah you know, yeah. the maths and sciences. Parabolas. Uh, Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, like you got dragged back to the Pope to explain yourself after this this book of yours came out that we we found out, you wrote like in tiny margin that, you know, that uh, geocentrism was for idiots. Yeah. Um, and they asked you basically to to say, you know, like that you were an advocate of heliocentrism, just admit it, and you said, I won't admit it because I believe... That the Earth is stationary, and there are some stories about you saying under your breath, and yet it moves. Yeah. And it's like, and that's a, it's a famous phrase. And yeah, yet yeah, yeah. it moves. I guess that's kind of a catchphrase. And yet it moves. And oh yeah! Animals.
1: Wow, yeah. that's it's nice. good. It moves. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes.
0: Can I ask you about? Because the Wikipedia wasn't really clear on this. Like, what was the exact position that you were in? Like, were you being questioned right then when you said that under your breath or were you like leaving after a day of being questioned and here's here's
2: what happened okay i'm in there for it's eight grueling hours there's no air conditioning Benghazi hearings in there like a Benghazi is what i was gonna say they got they got me in this room for eight hours sometimes saying yeah no no the earth is a fixed point in space Mm -hmm. the firmament in the bible is right
0: yeah but still it move
2: i said it every (laughs) every time Every time under my bed, I must have said it fifty
0: times. You no, know, so you said, and yet it moves. Yeah, I said it real soft. Right? Fifty times. You can hear me. I, I mean it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um. Uh. It doesn't seem weird to me then that you would eventually be sentenced to believing heliocentrism when, even though you're saying. That you grew, with geocentrism. I mean, yeah. Looking every back, single time, looking you back, yeah. It was, a, it was a tactic you nick this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you trying to get in trouble, or no. did you really think you were going to get
2: away with it? I was like, I'm not going to get away with this. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> I, really, I, would, I would, I would, I would drop them a wink. Mm-hmm. I would say, to, you, you would wink. Too. I would wink. at say, But they did the moves, <laughs> and they would they'd, Oh, they'd just get the the face would get so red.
0: Wow, so did yeah. I really think that you have no one but yourself to blame there. Um, I mean, so, like, yeah, in hindsight, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were put in uh, in house arrest uh, for the the final nine years of your life. Whoa! Uh, how did you How did you pass the time? Like, did you? I, mean, I know a lot of people today would think like, oh, house arrest. That sounds great. You know, just hang out in my house. You would think so. I'll play on the internet, but you obviously didn't we have, didn't the, have, internet have the internet back then. No, you know. So, so what did you do? I
2: would draw. I would make little drawings. Yeah, because you were really good at it at that point. I right? I mean, at that point. I was yeah. the Michelangelo of drawing. Of drawing things on paper. drawing things. I've got to get real specific because he was obviously the Michelangelo he was, of drawing. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I was the Michelangelo of drawing little insulting cartoons in the margins of, of science. Sort of like papers. The, um, the, Tupac, the Tupac. I was, of exactly. There's so many parallels mm. you know, to uh, science and uh, rap music. And rap music. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so it, I, would, I would sit you know, and whisper to myself, you mm-hmm. know, uh, 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 it, it it moves, it moves, <laughs> you know. And I would draw the Pope with Still
0: a, doing the it moves, it
2: moves. Yeah, would, okay. I would draw the Pope for wearing like a squash for a hat. Okay. You know, and he's cross-eyed. And he says, I'm a stupid with a little blue <laughs> I'm a dumb idiot.
0: It almost sounds like, because, like, you used to do a lot of insult comedy when you first started. Isn't that right, Jackie Gleason? Yep.
1: That's how I got started. I hated the crowd.
0: Yeah, it seems really... Oh, you... Wait, so you actually hated the crowd.
1: Oh, I hated... I loathed the audience. Really? Because that's,
0: that's like, one of the things that used to get you a lot of gigs was people liked the insult comedian style at the time, but Uh you're saying that that wasn't intentional, that you just literally
1: hated the audience? Well, I told you, you have to be an asshole if you want to be a star. Right. you start off by hating your audience as much as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. You tell them right to their face. Hey, I'm fat, but you're fat and ugly. <laughs> or wow, did you ride that dame in? Because she looks like a horse.
0: I like how all of these jokes have the explanation at the end, and I think I think that's really savvy because there's nobody in the audience that is not going to get that joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, because like some people would say, there's like that that famous one line comedian who would say, "Take my wife, please." You know, and the joke there is that people think that he's saying, take my wife for example, but he says, please, at the end, as in get rid of this lady, you know, but not everybody gets that joke if you don't explain it afterwards. But you were explaining your insults right away.
1: Oh, yeah. You have to explain it to them because a lot of them are dumb dumbs in mean, the crowd. Hmm. You and make obviously sure. you would say that to them, too. Oh, yeah. I said, listen, all of you are pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. So before I get started, don't worry about following me. I'm going to explain everything after I say it. Wow! Yeah, no, it seems like a really savvy. Uh, uh, I wish
2: I could have been in that the room.
1: Savvy, you don't remember
0: any of your uh, early routines, do you, Jackie Leeson? Oh man! Because I mean, Back you have, you have a, a wrapped audience here that would be that would love to to hear a little bit of that
1: material. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, no, I had this one bit where I'd come out on stage wearing big, big, big shoes, too big for me to wear, mm-hmm. and I kind of had like a clown nose on, and I'd tell them, "Hey, I look like a clown, right?" And then they'd fall for it and they say, no, I look like a man with two big shoes and a red nose on. You fucking idiots. <laughs> I killed every time. That's
0: that's really cool. And like then a, I, like I got I seen. Sure. That's
1: how he get seen. You know? you know what
0: that reminds me of? You know that Magritte, this is not a pipe, you know? It, huh. you, know you know, the, the oh, painter yeah, yeah. Magritte, this is not a pipe, it's a painting of a pipe? It yeah. almost like...
2: It's it, a, it, is, if you wrote it really small at the bottom, this a, is a painting <laughs> of a pipe. It's a that's what have. I
0: would have done. It would have made a lot more sense to a lot more people. Man, that is really savvy. Um, let me ask you guys that. We only have time for a couple more questions. Um, so uh, you, Jackie Gleason, uh, the Honeymooners uh, TV show came from a sketch that you did on the Jackie Gleason show. Is that right? That's right.
1: First okay. successful spinoff on television history. Television history.
0: And I'm wondering, like, how different was the sketch that was on the original Jackie Gleason show from the series that would eventually become The Honeymooners.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the original sketch was just me screaming as soon as I walked through the door <laughs> about everything my wife had done wrong already, okay. and then complaining about my day as a bus driver.
0: Oh wait, wait. So just let me back up real quick. So you walk in. You know this is a television studio, obviously. Mm-hmm. And ha- was there a woman there who was like playing your wife or did you just walk in and start yelling at like, uh, the woman playing my wife? Of course, okay. yeah, the,
1: uh, the actress playing my wife would come in if the door was closed I'd say, why is this goddamn door closed? And if it was open, I'd say, "Why is this goddamn door open?" Ooh,
0: that's funny. I like that. Oh, so oh can that we
1: can, can
2: we role play? I want to I want to try try yeah. to see, oh. you know, get involved. Do you know? have any
0: acting experience, Galileo?
2: Because uh, you know, just uh, just uh, my poker face in front of the Inquisition.
0: Gotcha, you gotcha. You know, I was so, so good, man. So terrible, then so, <laughs> I was good. You know? I don't know, if but you they were... were picking up on it. They, <laughs> I don't know if you were. They were bad. I got it. They were bad. you just you think that you were great. I was so good, but they were but just they better. better. No, I don't think so. I think that you were, agree to disagree. It's almost like you were playing cards with all of your cards facing up. That's like how I play cards. But then then you're a terrible card player then. I always lose. <laughs> exactly. I don't I feel like we're saying the same thing. All right. Well let's <laughs> let's do the scene then. Let's do the scene. So this will be like the original sketch that the honeymooners eventually came from. Sure, sure. Okay. And and Galileo's gonna play the wife. But play the wife. And uh, Jackie Gleason, you'll be Ralph Crampton, obviously. Sure, sure, sure. Okay.
1: So I walk up to the door. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, bang oh. bang bang. Hello, honey. Come in. Why is you. this goddamn fucking piece of shit door closed? I had to cut that. a lot of that stuff. All- I had, <laughs> had to, to cut a lot of that okay. stuff. Okay. All right. So yeah, you so honey, please continue. Why is this door closed?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Let me go. let me open at the door. Okay. I'm opening at the door.
1: Oh, I've had the worst day. Alice, I had to work by sitting on my ass. Driving around in circles all day long. Why is my food not ready yet? Oh, I'm excited! I've seen it the oven.
2: You should have buy me a new oven, I think she would say that.
0: <laughs> is, that is that something? Is that,
1: is yeah, that right? it's, okay, it yeah, sounds pretty on par. Yeah. And I would say, um, in this example, uh <laughs> buy you a new oven. Oh, my God. What's wrong with the oven we have? And also, it took you all day and you knew I was coming home. And you didn't have dinner ready when I walked through the door. What is wrong with you? Oh, I'm a it off. Let me rub your feet. Oh, and this is when I tell her I'm gonna punch you in the <laughs> fucking face. <laughs>
0: For offering to rub your feet? Yeah, that's
1: not feeding my stomach. But it's yeah. a comedy
0: goal. Yeah, yeah, that's you know a comedy. I was skeptical, but I really think you pulled it off, Galileo. Listen, I think that you really crushed it.
1: That sketch. But, but I boom. don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Love is a modern concept. I don't believe it actually exists, mm-hmm. but but that's probably another story. Um,
0: I, I kind of like how you threw that into the very end. Like, it's oh, almost, did you hear that? It felt. <laughs> oh yes, obviously we heard it, Galileo. <laughs> Jesus, you gotta learn. I think. I think you think your whisper voice is just your brain voice. Like, I think that if you just think something, then nobody hears it. If you even if you say it softly, people can hear. it. People can hear what you're saying, Galileo. Okay, it's
2: a good tip. But thank you.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. Just going forward, just knowing that. Going forward. Oh, what an asshole. Wait, wait, what? What? Why would you call me an asshole? I'm just trying to help you out here. Oh, my
2: God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a- you didn't think I, that I could temper. hear. You I got th- a temper.
0: Oh, man. Just a couple of hotheads in the studio here today. We're the dumps. <laughs> Unfortunately, great callback. Unfortunately, we only have time for one more question. And I'd like to ask you, Galileo. Um, so, you were, after, after you uh, passed away, mm-hmm. uh, there was, like, some kerfuffle with your body because some people said that because you were in front of the church... You shouldn't be buried like a normal person. And so some pieces of your body sort of like got taken off and put in other places. And so your middle finger is on display in a museum... In Florence, Italy. Is that, that true? That's right. Now, so your middle finger is just there. I'm ecstatic about it. Is that? Because <laughs> I don't know if that means the same thing then as it does now. Oh, you, it meant the
2: exact same thing. I so said. you,
0: so your middle finger is just like permanently it's flipping people flipping
2: off. people off. In uh,
0: Florence, Italy. That's me, baby. Did you put that in your will or something? Like, make sure that you're, that you're fucking off. I, You know what? I didn't think they would really do
2: it. I wrote it really small at the bottom. I said, that. Okay. make sure you take... Either my penis or my middle <laughs> finger, and just put it somewhere where it is. It's nice that you
0: gave it. them an option. Yeah. But, nice that, well, I can still, I still got my penis. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was the, um? you know, I obviously this has to be a fuck you to the Catholic Church then, right? Because of, uh, of what they did to you later in life.
2: I mean, a little bit. I feel guilty about it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a Catholic.
0: Yeah, of course. But uh, I mean, they, they did me dirty. <laughs> they you did know? you dirty. They did
2: me dirty. So, so like many. A, like a true rapper, I got the, you know, I got to call him out.
0: He got the last laugh by giving them, by giving the fuck you forever. Fuck you uh, forever. Fuck you forever. That seems like a nice theme for this, to, to end this episode on. Uh, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have uh, for this episode of Fame Instead. People. I'd like to thank my guests, uh, Galileo and Jackie Gleason, for joining me in the studio today. I always end my show, I know this question is a little bit weird, but I always end by asking if there are any... Uh, comedy shows or Twitter accounts that you guys are big fans of. Um, Jackie Gleason. Is there anything that you that you're a big fan of that you want to tell people about?
1: Huge fan of this show called the Armando Diaz Experience at the Magnet Theater, seven thirty on Saturday nights. And uh, I'm a big fan. I signed up for an improv class at the Magnet Theater mm-hmm. on March fifteenth. On March 15th. I'm not sure when you're going to share this with the peoples, but...
0: Uh, it'll go out live on uh, on uh, on Monday, and then next Wednesday, it'll be a podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is a great class. Yeah, go check out that class. And uh, Galileo, anything you want to tell people about? Oh, man,
2: I got to say, I'm a bigger fan of live comedy, also. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this will surprise you, but every <laughs> no, Thursday night, you're going to see Galileo at the Magnet Theater as well, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team you gotta see them. They call it the music industry. That's every Thursday. Every is that not what I say? Every Thursday
0: at seven o'clock.
2: That's what I say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> every Thursday seven <laughs> I, o'clock. I thought you said Wednesday. Mm, I did not. Uh, I'm of course. Your, oh, is there anything else? Uh, I just want to say every every Thursday seven o'clock uh, with the uh, Junior Varsity. Junior Varsity. That's uh, that's my improv team. So yeah, uh, I'm Jared Bernstein. I'm your host. Check out my website jaredberinstein.com. Go out and buy my book, The Kelly and Conway Technique. It is out now. And It is hilarious. Go check out my improv teams university every Thursday at seven p.m. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us dead at people, famous dead people at famous dead people, We are here every Monday at three p.m. People, on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, people, and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people, famous dead people.